On today's episode, we are going to see which is the best fintech slash e-payment stock to invest in. Is it going to be Square or is it going to be PayPal? Let's get started. So today is another episode of Monday Matches where I put two companies against each other and I do a fundamental analysis to see which is the one I would prefer to invest in. The two today are going to be Square or PayPal and this is the point system that I'm going to use to give points based on which one is doing better. So we're going to take a look at stuff like market cap growth, revenue breakdown, revenue growth, margins growth, cash flow margins, balance sheet, forward PE ratio and forward price to sales ratio and finally my thoughts on businesses and if you are new to the channel if you are a long-term investor and if you are into growth stock make sure to hit that subscribe button and for those that are coming back make sure to hit that thumbs up it helps the channel out so much finally if you guys want to get in contact with me feel free to post on the youtube comments i'm very active there also i do have a twitter which you should see below and i do have a discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join we have a lot of great investors there and we share a lot of great ideas based on growth stocks and finally if you guys want to get into my weekly newsletter make sure to check out my website josenaharo.com Fine, let me know in the comments below who do you think is gonna win today? Is it gonna be PayPal or is it gonna be Square? And actually, before we move into, into market cap, I just want to do a quick overview of what each business does. So let's start off with Square. So the best way to find what any company does is pretty much to just go to their website and find their about us. So here, Square is pretty simple. They they tell you what they are. They're a payment business so you can use them if you're if you're uh if you're a small business a large business you can use paypal to be able to sell your goods um through different transaction payments either on your website by invoice on your computer through some form of hardware that they have another thing is they're more of a points to sell business as well Uh, for example if you want to have the whole package you can go to square they give you everything from square for retail square for appointments square for restaurants square um so here if we go square point of sales they give you everything that they do um so for example if you're a restaurant business you can pretty much have all your menus in there already you can have some form of loyalty program you can customize this to perfection um, through the application and then you also have a lot of analytics behind it so they do the payments they do um, points of sales right now they're also focusing a lot in e-commerce so you can actually open up an e-commerce store with powered by square um and again all the payments go through square so the the best way the the most revenue square collects is through a form of transaction so every time someone pays through using a square platform you get some form of um, square gets some form of transaction fees the other way square makes money is through these types of services so for example if you do an online store through square there might be some subscription service there in their points of sale there might be some subscription service there as well they also sell hardware for example you can buy like these terminals the stands uh, and just all types of of contact list type chips so you can do your sales or, or some form of register right so this is another portion of their revenue and there's a lot more tools that they're doing another big one is cash app if you guys don't know cash app let's take a look at cash app right now 
So Cash App is an application that's owned by Square and it's pretty much a peer-to-peer -peer, uh, lender. So you can send money across to anyone, donate it, very similar to how PayPal and Venmo works, but it does have some extra stuff. It does have banking in it where you can do direct deposit. It does have some form of cash credit card as well. And it all, you can also do investing in this Cash App via stocks and Bitcoin. And then back in square.com, you can see some other stuff that they have. Um, they have, for example, capital. So let's say you are a business and you want to take a loan to grow your business. You can do it through through Square. They also have some form of payroll um, payroll application as well. So it, it's pretty much a one-stop shop if you own a business. So PayPal. All right. So now let's take a look at PayPal. And again, the best place is to take a look at their website. So PayPal, PayPal and Square are very similar. The only thing I want to see is, is say Square is a little bit stronger in that more of business connection compared to PayPal. Even though um, PayPal does have some form of platform for a business, um, I don't believe it's as strong as Square. And maybe if you guys disagree with me there, feel free to post in the comments. Um, but they do have certain solutions, but not to that same aspect as, as Square. Um, where the Square, I do believe they have a pretty much a whole system ready to go. Um, so again, it, you can go to paypal.com. One great thing about PayPal is similar to, to Square, they make money through transactions. One place I do believe PayPal is ahead in Square is PayPal is, if you go to shopping and more, for example, they are accepted by, by different businesses. So for example, if you go to eBay.com, Xbox Live, Southwest, if you do Hulu, Spotify, Lowe's, PlayStation, Best Buy, you can automatically pay with via PayPal. So you don't even have to carry a card around. Where Square doesn't have this type of, at the moment, um, does not have this real type of this real type of connection with other businesses. I know recently Square just started to do some form of of outside payments from from other type of businesses but it, I, I don't believe it's as strong as paypal in the moment that does not mean that in the future it can't grow to those levels paypal is very similar it does have banking it does have loans and paypal also has other applications like venmo for example where it is a real a peer-to-peer -peer, um, connection and for me i feel like a lot of my friends use venmo more than i've seen them use cash app but again, they do have different different uses, right? Cash App is, is also allowed for, for investing and, and banking as well. All right, so now that we know what they do um, and kind of understand their business, later on, we're gonna take a look at revenue breakdown, but I think it's very important to first understand how what they do and the types of products that, that they have. So now let's take a look at their market cap growth. All right, so the first point we're gonna take a look at is the market cap growth. All right, so the first one we are gonna take a look at is Square. And Square, since 2015, five years ago, has returned about 825% to investors, a little bit over nine times your money. And that that is insane. This is almost a 10-bagger for anybody that just got in five years ago. And this is the thing that I, I try to show the most is growth investors, if you're willing to hold for four, three to five years, the amount of returns, those companies, those positions can get to you, um, can be life-changing, right? Imagine almost 10 bagger in less than five years. So the market cap of Square right now is about $52 billion. Next, let's take a look at PayPal. 
PayPal right now has a way bigger market cap um, than Square. It has a market cap of $206 billion. And in five years, this company has returned about 407%. So close to a, a little bit over a five bagger. That is still pretty impressive, right? Both these have beaten the overall S&P 500, has been, have been the overall market. The overall market has returned less than 50% in the past five years. And this is why I am big into investing in individual stocks. And not in the overall market, but again, I I personally love doing this. Every day I take a look at a new company. I'm here doing research. So for me, I I prefer investing in, in individual companies. But if I was just, I just want to have skin in the game, obviously the S&P 500 is probably the best way for me to go. So right now, taking a look at market cap growth, even though both have beaten the market, Square has done a lot better for investors. So for that reason, the first point is going to go to Square. All right, so now we found out what they do. We took a look at their market cap growth. Next, let's take a look at the revenue breakdown. And after that, we're going to take a look at historical revenue growth. So the revenue breakdown, the best way to go is take a look at their most recent quarters. And you can go to their website, Investors Relations, and you can look at the 10Q report. Um, again this is a big file depending if if you enjoy doing this for me like i said this is something i enjoy doing and if you guys do like the content make sure to hit the subscribe button i I appreciate it um so first let's take a look at square so square makes up about in the most recent quarter made about 960 million dollars of revenue out of that 960 million over i want to say over 66 percent comes from transaction based revenues and that's that previous thing that i mentioned where if you buy something via square that you get square gets some form of fee based on that transaction that's where most of the money comes from the other another another 218 million out of that 959 million comes from subscription and service-based revenue so this is where you know where where we mentioned that they have um those e-commerce they might have subscriptions through through some other platform of square um and that's another big portion right 218 out of that 959 is a little bit over 20 20 something percent the other two are are pretty small hardware revenue and this is when they sell you the the small when they sell you the actual hardware makes up 18 million out of that 959 which is not not um, much it's not even i wouldn't say, is it one percent it's a little bit it's close to two percent of total revenue next we have bitcoin revenue one thing i don't like about bitcoin revenue is later on we can see the amount of margins they get from from these types of revenue and look bitcoin revenue is 65 million but the amount of 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 cost to collect that revenue was 64 million so out of that bitcoin revenue they don't really make much money so to me i'm not a huge fan of seeing this bitcoin revenue in here because i kind of i kind of see it like it's a fake way to boost their total net revenue and that's just my opinion right especially when your bitcoin cost is it's almost a non-profitable part right now and i don't see this changing at the moment but okay so now we saw where revenue comes from uh, close to 66 percent comes from from transaction based another like 22 percent comes from subscription and services and the rest comes from the rest which is low teens comes from hardware revenue and bitcoin revenue 
So it's kind of spread out and, and that's actually pretty good. And if we compare it to same time last year, there is actually a gain in, in there's actually a growth in all of these revenues. All right, so now let's take a look at PayPal. So PayPal pretty much only has revenue broken down into two sectors. First, let's take a look at total revenue in the most recent quarter for PayPal. Total revenue for the most recent quarter of PayPal was $4.6 billion. So this makes four times more sales than, um, than Square. So this they're, they're in different leagues right now. So again, the only two sectors that PayPal has is transaction revenues. And that makes up, I want to say a little over 90% of total revenue comes from transaction revenues. The other comes from other value and other added services. And that's those other services that we talked about. They might have some form of business application. Um, they might, and those business to business services. But most of this company's total revenue comes from just the transaction fees. And to me, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that right now, right? Because I, I like revenue to be broken down between multiple sectors just because, because if one of those sectors does bad, the other ones are still able to hold the company up. I'm not saying PayPal can lose this, this trans, um, transactional revenues, right? I do believe PayPal is in a great place with that. And it has great relationships with, this, with different businesses and different companies and dif different retail stores. But I don't believe that this transaction revenue is truly at risk. But at the end of the day, I really don't like to have all my eggs in one basket. So for that reason, my second point on, to on revenue breakdown is going to go to Square as well. And also guys, like, let me know in the comments if you would rather have given the point to PayPal instead of Square. So next, let's take a look at revenue growth. And after that, we're gonna take a look at margins growth. So in revenue growth, I'm trying to take a look at the past three years and see how, how, how fast revenue is growing. So first, let's take a look at Square. In 2019, year over year, it grew 42%. In 2018, it grew 49%. And in 2017, it grew 30%. Now, if we take a look at PayPal, PayPal, on the other hand, in 2019, grew 15%. In 2018, it grew 18%. And in 2017, it grew 21%. So both of these are actually growing pretty fast. And for, for a market cap of over 50 billion, both of them to have this kind of growth rate to me is pretty impressive. Obviously, Square is growing at a faster level right now. So we know this point is going to go to Square. Next, let's take a look at margins growth. So here, I want to take a look at two things. The first thing is I want to see the overall trend of margins. Are they improving or are they are they getting worse? And the second thing is I want to see the overall margins themselves. So first, let's start off with Square. Square at the moment has gross margins of 40.1% for the most recent years of 2019. If we take a look at the previous years, in 2018, it was 39.5, and in 2017, it was 37.9. So we can see there is an improve of gross margins. We can obviously see here through the charts that there is also an improvement in profit margins. So profit margins for, for Square right now is 8%. This was, um, 2019 was actually the first year um, Square became gap profitable um previous year it has continued to improve so this is what we're seeing right i can already tell the biggest difference between square and paypal um, and square right now is that true growth company we see growing at over 30 percent growth where paypal is growing in the mid-teens to low 20s another thing is 
the profit margins for Square used to be negative. I'm pretty sure for PayPal, they have been profitable for a long time. So here you're also taking a look to see what type of investor you are. Are you more of a growth stock investor or are you more of, of investing in, in a business that's already settled? Obviously, they both, you, we can see from past results that they both give different returns. They both give good returns, right? Um, PayPal has given a 400, over 400% return. PayPal, uh, over 500% that we see. Um, and PayPal was over 800%. So you can see the difference in the style of investment. Obviously, I would say one is a little bit more risky. But if you do your fundamental analysis, you you, you reduce that risk. Um, but here we see the profit margins of, of Square are increasing over time. Now let's take a look at the margins of PayPal. So PayPal, yep, we can see, right, it's been profitable for the past three years. Right now it's sitting at about 13.8%. So if, pay, if Square is actually eventually going to reach to those levels, it's it's actually not that far. If this last year was 8%, um, and right now PayPal seems to have peaked around this 13%, 14%. Because look, in 2019, profit margins were 138 in 2018, they were 13.3. And in 2017, they were 13.7. So on average, they are in that 13 value. So we can see pay, Square is, is closing up. Next, we can see gross margins. Gross margins for PayPal this past year were 44.9, where gross margins for Square were 40%. So we can see PayPal is definitely at a better state. So here, when I'm going to give a point, I'm actually going to trick you guys and give a point to both Square and PayPal. And my reasons are the following. Square deserves a point because the margins growth are improving throughout the quarters, throughout the years. PayPal gets a point because their their system is, they're pretty much flat or good already, right? They have better margins in both profit and gross margins, and they've been profitable for a long time. All right, so now let's take a look at cash flow margins. So here in cash flow margins, I'm seeing pretty pretty much the same thing. I want to see an improvement in cash in operating cash flow margins, and I want to see strength in there. So first, let's take a look at Square. So Square, first thing we can see is operating cash flow margins has been positive for the past four years. Another thing I'm seeing is every year it is improving. For example, in 2019, right now it's sitting at a 10% operating cash flow margin. And in 2016, it was as low as 1.3%. So there is growth there. Um, next, let's take a look at PayPal. PayPal's operating cash flow margins is a lot stronger here. So look, in the most recent year, operating cash flow margins were 25.6%. And in 2016, it was actually around 293 So it does seem to fluctuate between the 20s. It seems a little bit, it tends to tend to be higher in the upper 20s but one thing is i don't see much growth trend happening here it seems like they have flatlined in some years depending on what they they do with expenses it goes up and down but on average is in the high 20s um where in, in square on the other hand it, it doesn't have that strength as paypal but it has that growth it is continuing to grow its operating cash flow margins so obviously here very similar to to the to the margin growth, I'm gonna give both a point to Square and both a Square a point to PayPal. And again, for similar reasons, Square is seeing that growth in cash flow margins, where PayPal is seeing that strength in cash flow margins. Next, let's take a look at the balance sheet. And the balance sheet is one of my favorite things to take a look at because if if something goes wrong, you need to make sure you have enough cash in the bank. So first, let's take a look at Square. Square right now has 
pretty much no current debt and has about $2.1 billion of non-current debt. In the bank, Square has the following. It has about $2 billion in cash and about $700 million in current investment. So about $2.7 billion in quick cash. So in theory, Square can pretty much pay off its total debt and still have about $500 million left over, which is a great balance sheet. Now let's take a look at PayPal. PayPal has about $8, million, $8 billion in non-current debt, so a lot more debt than, pay, than Square. But then let's take a look at that asset. They have about $7.9 billion in cash and cash equivalents and about $6 billion in current investments. So that's about $14 billion in quick cash. So even if they pay off their total cash, they still have a, a, about $6 billion left over in, in cash. So I do believe that PayPal has a way better balance sheet than Square, even though they're both good, right? Just because one of them is going to be a winner does not mean that the other is a bad investment, right? I, I do believe both of them are, are well, but I'm, I'm focusing here to, to these. These are the values that I look at. Maybe you as an investor might focus more on 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 margin on just margins themselves opposed to margins growth where i'm focusing more on growth but on the balance sheet here paypal is definitely the winner um so right now it, it seems like paypal it, it paypal has three points square has five at the moment and we still have a, a few things um left over to see so next let's take a look at the forward pe and price to sales ratio so let's start off with forward pe ratio for square the forward P.E. ratio for Square is 126. Forward P.E. ratio for PayPal is 42.68. Obviously, the, the forward price to sales ratio is going to be cheaper for PayPal because they have been profitable for more times where Square has just became just became profitable. Now, so for that point, we're going to give on a forward price to earnings ratio. We're going to give it to PayPal. Next, let's take a look at forward price to sales ratio. So forward price to sales ratio for Square is 8.02 for 2021. For PayPal is 8.75. So here, I would say they're pretty much evenly priced, right? That 0.5, 0.4 is not really much of, of a deciding factor here. In theory, Square is a little bit cheaper than PayPal when we're taking a look at forward price to sales ratio. But let's take a look. What are we buying when we buy when we when we buy each company, right? Um, so for Square, what we're paying for is we're paying for that growth. We're paying for future growth, a company that just became profitable, a company with a very strong balance sheet. So you, uh, um, so that has a forward P, uh, forward price to sales ratio of eight. Now, when we take a look at PayPal, you're paying for a company that might not be growing as fast as Square, but this company is already developed. They're already being profitable. They've been profitable for three years um, and maybe even longer than that. They have strong margins. They have strong cash flow margins as well. So which one are you willing to pay for? Right, right now, they're worth about the same when we take a look at forward price to sales ratio. And that's the one I prefer to take a look at especially when we're comparing two of the same companies um here i i, I want to say i'm gonna leave that point to 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 paypal at the moment just because since they're both evenly priced right now and paypal is already more developed and has already shown that it, it's possible to make money i'm going to leave the point to paypal next 
the final point is going to be on my thoughts and here let's take a look i again this depends on the type of investor that you are i am more of a of a of a growth investor i do like the type of revenue growth that we're seeing in square square is also seeing margins growth um they do they even though they didn't get that balance sheet point uh, um they still had a strong balance sheet as well um the only uh, and, and i do like where they're going pretty much to also to be honest their their website was even a lot easier to navigate through and I, that's something that little um actually makes a big difference especially when you're a business let's say i was a small business and i didn't know who to work with um square had a way better website i would most likely go with them opposed to doing something with paypal because to be honest i wouldn't know what they would be able to help me with um paypal on the other hand is one that's making great money already has great cash flow has great uh, margins um but unfortunately not unfortunately here i'm going to have to give a point to square so the final results let's tally them up square comes up with six points and here we have paypal with four points again this doesn't mean that paypal is a bad investment i honestly do like both paypal and square but if i had to choose only one i personally would have chosen square again i am nowhere near professional um this is not advice and these are just my thoughts so take care guys have a good night and see you next time